Hey everybody and welcome back to the Limitless Leadership Podcast. Hey, just before we drop into this episode, I wanted to let you know about another training opportunity we have on the 21st and 28th of September, Limitless Oxygen, in seven locations around the country with some fantastic speakers coming to deliver some training on youth and children's ministry. It's designed for you and the whole of your volunteer team to get some fresh input at the start of the academic year. So, so why not go onto the website limitlesselim.co.uk forward slash oxygen, find the location nearest to you, and we'll look forward to seeing you there. In the meantime, enjoy a new episode of the Limitless Leadership Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Limitless Leadership Podcast. We are joined for a second month by Jamie Price. Jamie, welcome back. Thank you. Uh, Last month, we talked about pioneering and sustaining new youth ministries, and we talked about how a key part of that was connecting with our local schools. That's right, yes. So we're going to dig a bit deeper into that this month. Of course, it's a topic that's relevant to whatever stage you're at in youth ministry, whether you're just starting out, whether you have an established youth ministry, connecting with schools uh, is really important stuff, which we'll come to in a minute. But for those who didn't download last month's episode, just give a brief introduction to yourself and your story. Yeah, cool. So um, my name's Jamie. I, um, I, I've been in, in youth ministry for about 10 years now or so. I was a youth pastor in a local church for almost seven. And for the last uh, just under two years, I've been working for Limitless on the Pioneers Project, Pioneer and New Youth Works through churches that currently don't reach young people. Fantastic. And a relatively new dad as well. Yeah. Yeah, fairly new. Yeah, uh, yeah. Of how of how many months? 16. 16, 16 months. months yeah. So how's the sleep going? Mate, it's per- it's perfect. So I'm oh. sleeping really well. That's my wife. She doesn't sleep very well. Okay. okay. <laughs> we'll leave that there then. Uh, fantastic. Okay, so we're going to get into this topic about schools ministry. So what, why is this important, Jamie? Why is it important for, for youth leaders, local churches, to be con- connecting with the, the schools in their community? Yeah, cool. I remember um, when I first started out in, in kind of full-time youth ministry, I remember being sat in an office um, and I was like, okay, brilliant. I, I, I'm full of ideas, full, ready to go. And then my biggest frustration was that I would uh, probably, of my, my working week, I'd reckon maybe 20% of my working week was actually spent face-to-face with young people. Yeah. The rest of it was just sat in an office and I was tearing my hair out. Like, <laughs> what, what am I doing? Um, so I was like, okay, so obviously I've, I've got certain hours I need to do, of course. Um, where are the young people at during the, the hours, during the day? What, what are they doing? And they, of course, they're in school. Yeah. Um, they're, they're, they're doing that kind of thing. So I was like, okay, I need to get into the school. I need to start doing some work in the school Firstly, for my sanity, so you know, <laughs> I could, and, and secondly, just because what does Jesus say to us? Jesus, he, the last things he, we, he's recorded saying here on this earth is go into all the world and make disciples of all nations. Yeah, and in my context, not let the world come to you. That's exactly it. Yeah. Like, or into your office. Yeah, <laughs> and, and in my context, I was, I was, um, my world was was with youth work. And I was like, okay, go into all the world, go into the schools, go and do some stuff in the schools, try and connect with the schools. And it's just, for me, as, as, as for any youth worker, I think if you have time within your week and within what you can do, absolutely vital, absolutely vital to be doing schools work. Fantastic. So let's say then that as a youth leader listening to this, <laughs> they go, yeah, well, look, I, I know this would be important. Uh, to serve the local school, you know, it'd be a stretch for me. 
It would help me to engage some new young people with our youth ministry and then, of course, ultimately with the, with the gospel, with Jesus. But I don't have an established relationship with the schools in my area. So that's me. Mm-hmm. Well, how could they go about building a relationship with a local school? What would be the first point of call? Who would be the key people to make contact with? Yeah. And how would they begin to build that trust or that, or that relationship with the school? I mean, I, I've done it in the four or five schools I've worked in now in different ways, to be honest. Um, some of them are through relationships that um, of people that I know in, in the church rather than say. So there might, there might be someone in your church who is a teacher or who knows one of the teachers in the schools. That could be a starting point of, of a relationship. The, the first piece of advice I was given is don't even bother going to the head teacher. <laughs> they haven't got time. They 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 would just ignore emails and, and pass letters on. So don't even bother going to the head teacher. Um, try the um, the assistant head teacher or the deputy head teacher, however it works in, in in that school. The great thing I always do is go on the school website. The school website normally will have a list of staff members. It will normally give you their roles and responsibilities. Um, try and go for the ones who, um, or, or try and target the ones who have some sort of pastoral care in their title, some sort of even behaviour management in their title. Yeah. Um, they're always good people because you're trying to help them pastorally. Yeah. Um, so they're good people to try and touch base with. Or um, the, the head of RE, RS, whatever the heck it's called nowadays, <laughs> um, the head of the person who oversees that, that um, element in the school, try and touch base with them. They're good people to, to touch base with normally, I find. So you've touched base with them. What have you done? Have you gone into the school? Have you sent an email? How, how have you done it? I would, I would normally start off with an initial email. Yeah. Um, I've seen success where I had an email and, and I had a reply straight away and I, I set up a meeting from there. Sometimes igni- emails get ignored, Yeah. to be honest, um, and they don't pick them up. So if I've not heard after maybe sending a couple of emails, I'll, I'll then go into the school reception and say, who do I need to speak to about doing this? Yeah. Who's the best person? Even try and meet them there and then. But if they're not available, grab a contact for them. Try and ring them if you need to. Yeah. However you need to. So ultimately, you're working towards at some point having a face-to-face that, sit down. Exactly that. Yeah. yeah. Meeting with somebody. I, I asked for just a meeting to, to, to introduce myself and choose what, who I am, the work I do, et cetera, et cetera. That, that's, that's what I would do to, as a first port of call. Uh, you get that meeting. What... what what do you say by, by way of introduction? First thing you do, make sure you dress appropriately. Okay. Um, I was Don't go in in jeans and trainers and a T-shirt and hoodie. I, I was always told to go into school. Now, not in a full suit, but I'd at least wear a shirt and some smart trousers or chinos and some... Um, some either black shoes or black canvasy style shoes. Just, I, think, I think some of our youth workers are going to need to take a trip to next. Get go and buy some. Yeah. Go and buy some smart clothes. Yeah. And, <laughs> um, it's really important. Though, I, think. I think I need to go and take a trip to next. <laughs> um, I think it's really important because actually, yeah. first impression. First impressions are massive. Absolutely massive. So make sure you dress appropriately. Is the first po- uh, piece of advice I give you. Um, and actually, go in with any documents you might need. So I always have my DBS checking with me, um, so that you know they can see who I am. Um, go in with uh, 
even just like a reference from somebody in your church or from, from your your senior pastor or something. Or I guess even better from schools you've if worked with If you've done previous schools work. Yeah. And mate, yeah, that, that's something yeah. I ask for every time now, a reference yeah. just to say that now I can go in with three, I think, three or four. Yeah, excellent, um, yeah. Kind of references just to show who I am and what I've done in the schools. So, yeah, brilliant, yeah, brilliant. Important to have. Brilliant. Uh, and <coughs> you sit down, what, what, what do you offer? I essentially offer um, offer myself. Really. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I I I try. The language I use is stuff like, "How can I serve your school best?" Great. Um, I, I, I'm an. I go in and say, and because this is my context, I'm an ordained Christian youth worker, youth minister. Um, I'm my my day to day job is with young people. Um, uh, we work with with any faith or non in in our in our kind of stuff we do with with our church stuff um and i want to be able to serve your school best so maybe it might be that i could help with your assemblies maybe it might be that we could help with um doing a a, a dropping club a lunchtime club after school club maybe in the rs lessons we could help with those kind of things maybe with the, the mentoring you might need some help with that um essentially go and offer myself so 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 the important thing I think that you're drawing out here is it's it's not about going in with your agenda. That's right. Uh, it's like, hi, can I come and do an assembly at your school because I want to get more people coming to my youth club? Yeah. Right, because that's not going to be received well. It's, hey, how can we as a local church and I as a local youth leader, youth minister, serve you and the young people here that's at this right. school? Yeah, that's right. Exactly. I think it's... It, it, I found that once you begin to get a relationship with the school, the stuff you've said about the assemblies, if you want to promote it, you can then begin to ask that and they're really keen yeah. because they know you and they trust you. Yes. But initially, they haven't got a clue who you are. They obviously have to make sure that um, that they their children aren't being indoctrinated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And actually, you'll get, they'll get parents complaining and all the headaches to go with that. So they do need to build up a level of trust with you as an individual and, yeah. and with your church. So um, making sure that you start from a relational basis and, and, and meeting their need rather than um, them trying to meet your need is, is really important. So is that the goal uh, of, of working with a school? Is, is the goal to, to serve them? Or is that part of the goal? What, what, what do you see as the goal? For, it's, for I see it as it's definitely part of the goal. Um, the, I think the goal is connecting with young people you wouldn't normally connect with. Yeah. Um, I think it's, for me, I would always go in um, and I would never just go in and say, I want to just come and serve and there's no um, relation, relationship in terms of what we can bring. So I would always say, Am I able to promote our youth group that we do on a Friday night for argument's sake? Am I able to bring leaflets in to do assemblies from time to time as relationship and trust builds? Um, for me, the ultimate aim of it is you want to serve that school, serve those young people, and if you get a chance to invite them to some of the stuff you do, brilliant. That's 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 the that's the reason you do these kind of things. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so you mentioned earlier some of the things that you could end up doing. You mentioned mentoring. You mentioned lunchtime or after-school clubs. You mentioned RE lessons. You yeah. mentioned assemblies. Yeah. I guess uh, some of the things we've seen uh, being involved with in local schools is some like sports clubs as well that we've you know come in and played football with some of the sixth formers and stuff. For it, for example, let's just let's drill a little bit deeper into to a few of those. Yeah. Um, what what have you done most commonly? 
Um, so over the last year, the most common thing I would do is, is the mentoring and lunchtime clubs. Previous to that, it was mostly assemblies and the odd RAS. Okay, let's talk on those on, on those three things there. So let's talk, let's talk about mentoring. Yeah. Um, what's the key to good mentoring in school, and how is that different to what we might call discipling yeah, a young okay. person yeah. in your youth group? The, I mean, the massive difference is that you don't go in with your Bible open, you don't go in um, proclaiming Jesus in those those sessions, especially if you've not been permission, don't do that. <laughs> but are you allowed to talk about your faith? I think it, yeah. my, my context is if people ask me about that or if it comes up naturally in a conversation or if you've used a... a um, I quite often use these these playing cards, which are really good from from Youthscape. Actually, make them, and um and, and they've got questions about faith, about uh the future, about other things in there, and that naturally starts a conversation. Yeah, okay. So you can be clever about it. You yeah, can be through, yeah. through with it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it really a lot of the stuff that I, that I would do with the mentoring mentoring side of it is. Um, it's working on like self-esteem okay. stuff with the young people. It's yeah. working on um, choices and decisions they may make, and, and you know, yeah. oh, you made this bad decision here. Yeah. Why? How can we prevent that happening again? Stuff like that. Beginning just a bit of a to help. I suppose help them really. The, the, the aim of the mentoring session is to help them achieve the best they can in school. Yeah. Or maybe they're having a really tough time at home. Help that 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 time yeah. at home to become um, the best situation it can be so so is the key listening and understanding sure. the understanding the context and yeah. uh, and the you know experience the school experience the family experience of that young person and then just helping them on that journey I yeah guess. massively it's, it is building relationships up with those young yeah. people I, i've over just i've only been really doing the mentoring stuff for just just over a year really and i've built some really good individual relationships with young people just yeah. just through the kind of half an hour to an hour I have with them each week yeah um, yeah. and I think that you be, begin to build a level of trust yeah are they initially uh, have you found they're initially hesitant in those yeah, conversations I, I mean, and then I, open up more over the over the journey some are straight in there right. and, and, and fine but some yeah do take a bit longer and actually one girl I experienced she didn't at all open up to me it was it was like pulling teeth <laughs> such a I think awkward, we've all had that experience in youth ministry and I was just like yeah. actually thankfully she left the school <laughs> thankfully I, she did I don't think it was because of the mentoring but yeah. uh, well done Jamie yeah cheers um, but I just I think actually there will be some you won't connect with you yeah, won't okay. that's okay that, 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 and they won't click with you that's okay as well but for the ones you do, um, it's brilliant, really good. And actually, I found even though I've not been able to maybe talk overtly about Christianity, I think I've just been able to bring little things in for them. And one thing I always do for every young person who, who um, I mentor, when they leave that room, I pray for them, pray for the situations, pray for the stuff that's been going on, pray that we'll be able to connect with them through the stuff that we're doing um, in the youth groups. So important. Yeah. So important. Brilliant. So, yeah. Let's jump into assemblies a little bit. Yeah. Uh, for me, in, in my school's work journey, this is probably the thing I've done most often. Um, what's the key to a good assembly as a guest? Because I, yeah. because I don't know about you, but my experience is that um, the reason I'm there is because I'm a Christian. Yeah. And so there's a greater permission, isn't yeah. there, in an assembly yeah, to, to speak about the things of God than 
you know, than behind closed doors in a mentoring session yes. where that yeah. might be seen as proselytizing. Yes. You're, you're there as a guest to bring a Christian perspective to, to, to an issue. So, so, so talk to us about what are the keys for a great assembly in a school? Okay. Um, I mean, assemblies in a senior school, I, I absolutely love them, but they can be really hard work, particularly when you get past year seven and eight. Mm. Um, year nine upwards, I find they sure it, it, it's you could do anything and it doesn't impress them the one thing i found works really well is is doing some sort of incentive some sort of prize and not like some rubbish prize like yeah. i've quite often done like even just a fiver or a tenner so say yeah. you say there's a fiver or a tenner on on a you know, so what you're saying is, is bribe essentially, the yeah, essentially <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. to the thing is you do have to work harder yeah with, with older ones and something that would give them an incentive to want to get involved helps, I find. If, yeah. if, if you want to do an upfront thing and get people involved, yeah. ask for a volunteer, I find in the older ones, and there's a massive tomboy that goes yeah, through. Yeah. Ask, tell them they can win something and get some money, most hands are up. So yeah, okay. You're, you're, you're winning, winning a little bit there. I think it's, it's but hang on, but but I, I, I almost feel, I don't want to miss the point that what you've, what you what you are keen to try and create is some interaction for sure so you're saying a good assembly isn't just you standing at the front and talking you want some interaction you yeah. want some fun you want you want it to be visually engaging yeah, participatory in that yeah, way that's yeah that's it yeah and they're really important i think even things like i've uh, shown a short video i find yeah. really really useful um yeah they're, they're, they're something that's and it, it can't be cringe and that's my, my yeah, sort of real and my real obvious thing to say but you can't be cringe. It can't be um, something which you know. I've seen some some done really badly, and 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 somebody was talking about this um, object they had, and it, it's it basically it's just cut us long story short. All the young people were thinking this guy was talking about his penis, and it, oh. where he, and he, <laughs> he wasn't doing that whatsoever. They were sitting yeah. there laughing at him essentially, and, and the guy didn't know. Not that. Clue, yeah. Not clue. He thought it was the best, the best assembly he'd ever done in his life. I was right. like, yeah, yeah. Great, mate, really, yeah. Is, really is. Yeah. But you just got to think, like, think. You got to put yourself in the headspace of the young people. What, what was you like really, when you were yeah. 14, 15? Yeah, it, it, it's, you're not easy to impress at that age. No, you, you you can see through a lot of things. Yeah, the things that you find funny, they don't find funny. Yeah, it's stuff like that. It's, yeah, it, it's the it's the most awkward thing where you're trying to be funny and nobody else finds yeah. you funny. So yeah. yeah, don't do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, but here's the thing, though. You might not be somebody who's funny. No. But you can you can still get a laugh by utilizing something that is for sure. So play a because because the power of laughter to unlock an awkward situation sure, is, yeah. is really powerful. Yeah. So if you're really really funny and you can get a group of young people to laugh, great, go yeah. for it. Yeah. But if you can use some funny visuals, for sure. use a funny. Uh, media clip just at the start of your talk that early win which will just open up yeah. young people to your presence there right. uh, just put everybody at ease yeah. a little bit because you first walk in they're like who's this guy who's this girl yeah. in our school and just the, the power of laughter just to put everybody at ease yeah. and you don't have to be a comedian to get a laugh you, could, right. you just need to be able to utilise the right things in the yeah. right way yeah I mean there's, there's many things so for instance if I was to go and 
Um, I've gone into schools before and promoted a youth group. Now, rather than me standing at the front and promoting that youth group, I would actually have a video of me saying all this stuff, but it, 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 it's got clips, it, it, it clips in and out, there's different scenes, yeah. there's music in the background. That's more effective, I find, yeah, more than just me speaking yeah. about it. I could say exactly the same things, but it's more effective because there's a bit, there's other things there. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and I mean, try and be short, um, short and to the point and yeah. they, they don't want to listen you go on for you normally only get 10 minutes anyway um, but try and be if not within your time shorten that time yeah. so you can yeah. get it across and get over what you need to say the worst thing is if you have planned your assembly um, and your kind of critical moment where you're landing your point or you're, or you're, or you're drawing your stories into the gospel or whatever you're about and the bell goes <laughs> yeah. and, and you're exactly and you're trying to finish your point but the young people may still be in the room yeah. but their heads aren't in the That's room it. anymore because they're, they're picking up their bags they're putting on their coats they're looking down the corridor yeah. they're ready to go you've lost it so always plan less time than you've got and also for the teachers the teachers um, they need to know that if you say to them 10 minutes if, if they say to you 10 minutes, you will do no more than 10 minutes. Yeah. It's a trust thing, isn't it? It's, it is. It, it's making sure that you, you're really, you need to adhere to their rules and bend over backwards yeah. to make sure that you're doing what they're, they're asking you That's to do. That's right. So. And, and if, if you get told 10 minutes, if they say you've got 10 minutes, try and find out how long the assembly is. The total, yeah. Because if what they actually mean is the assembly is 10 minutes, you can be sure that five minutes of that is going to be taken up with announcements yeah. and this is happening for the sports team yeah. and this school trip is happening. You need to be aware of that. Yeah. You need to plan five minutes. Um, if they're saying that the assembly is 20 minutes and you've got 10 minutes, okay, you can plan your 10 minutes. Um, but there will always be other things that happen in the assembly <laughs> that aren't just you, won't there? So you need to be aware of that. That's right, yeah. I don't know about you, Jim. One thing I've found is, has helped is I try and – whenever I go to an assembly, I always try to say things – that I know the teachers are already wanting to say. Yes. But to say it from my perspective as a Christian. Yeah, that's right. Because, again, I know that's going to help me to get invited back. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, So let's say... um, Let's say you were doing an assembly about choices Mm -hmm. for the sake of of argument. Well, well, I'd want to say in the school... Uh, I want to say something to the effect of, you know, sometimes the hard choices are the best choices. It's like that time when all your mates are going out and you've got a, you've got an exam the next day and you know actually you really need to get that last bit of study and the, the hardest thing to do is to stay and study, but it's the best thing. Mm-hmm. It's like that time when you're in the canteen and everybody's picking on picking on that 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 kid and you know the easiest thing to do is either just to ignore it or even to join in, but the best thing to do would be to say, hey guys this isn't kind yeah. and the teachers are already wanting to say that stuff but then you can bring in from the, the Christian perspective as well and Jesus said or yeah. as a Christian I believe yeah. and I found that in an assembly I can pretty much say anything I want about the gospel yes. as long as I preface it with as a Christian I believe yeah. and then it, you can't say this is true no but you can say as a Christian I believe then you can go for it with, yeah, with, with, right. do, do you find that to be the same yeah I think yeah, obviously, and, and you are sensible aren't you about I, I, I'm always sensible and, and cautious about what I say yeah. but I mean quote quoting a, bro, a bible scripture for instance yeah. is is a common thing that i would do yeah just to maybe land as, as something i'm doing and i think yeah. that's that's a really valuable thing because yeah. you just hearing scripture out is great you know yeah 
where you talk about subjects and oh Jesus said something about this as well exactly that yeah, yeah. And, and, and you bring it in through that I think is a really really good way to do it so yeah okay well, well let's wrap up by talking briefly then about RE lessons yeah and how we how we can serve a school in that way because what we know about teachers is that teachers are busy they've got a lot of planning to do they've got a lot of marking to do so if we can deliver a great lesson that they would have had to deliver anyway they are going to take you up on that opportunity and if you can prove that you can do it well you're going to get more opportunities to do that because the, and, and the teachers will love you for it mm -hmm. because they are super busy mm -hmm. so so What's been your experience of doing RE lessons? What have you learned about doing doing great RE lessons? Yeah, I mean, I, I used to love doing these, these, this is probably one of my favourite things I do in schools, to be honest, is particularly in um, a school I used to work in, in Newquay, um, we would, um, I would go in and do like a, a guerrilla Christian kind yeah, of yeah. lesson. Yeah. So essentially the young people in there would have questions related to a subject. So, for instance, it might have been worship. So that they were studying worship in their um, in the curriculum, yeah. And they they have that they've they've written a whole load of questions about what does worship look like to a practicing Christian kind of thing. And then you just get grilled for yeah. half an hour or whatever on these kind of things. They always go off tangent. You always get questions about what do you believe about homosexuality, etc., etc., etc. But they're just really good because actually. It, it, you can be honest and open with them. Mm. I think that I always find they 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 warm to you event, um, over the, the course of the lesson as well. At the start, maybe they're a little bit like, oh, "Who's this guy? Um, why do I have to listen to him?" But eventually, I think you, when you show you're a, a, a normal person just working some of this stuff out for yourself, they normal. I find they're normally quite open. Mm. Um, Actually, I think I was so in the context I've been in, I always get given a subject. So okay. the, the the teacher will say, "Can you cover this? Can you cover that? Yeah. Uh, can you do a workshop on this?" Um, which is great because it means I've already got something to work from. I know I'm sticking to the curriculum, yeah. that kind of thing. Um, I always try and bring some element of interactivity into it, whether yeah. it's like uh, a Q and A thing, or um, they've got to create something, yeah. or whatever it may be. So group work, or, yeah, yeah. So there's something in there that. That, so they're not just listening to yeah. me for 30 minutes or whatever. Yeah. Um, and nor try and keep it as fun as possible and yeah. not high as possible as well. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that's really good. And and, and you mentioned there, you, you spoke about, you know, it's tying in with the curriculum. Yeah. I would say if you don't get given a subject, do whatever you can to tie it in with the curriculum they're studying. You, now, the, the slight challenge there is that there isn't a national curriculum for RE. Uh, and that will be different. It, that will be different in different types of schools. So, Church yeah. of England schools will have a have a different RE curriculum to state schools, and uh, and state schools in different counties will have a, a different RE curriculum. But you can usually find that out on on the school website, yeah. or if you can't, you can certainly speak to the head of RE or the RE teacher and find out what they're studying, yeah. and try and make sure that your your lesson is curriculum based. Try yeah. and deliver something of real quality. That the teacher would have had to deliver without you anyway, yeah. um, and they'll love they'll love you forever. Yeah, <laughs> forever. Right. Yeah. Um, so so yes, I think that that about sums us up. Any um, any final thoughts about schools ministry, the importance of school ministry, the keys for making it work? What would the if our listeners were going to go away with of one thing that you would really want them to know about working with with schools? What would the headline be? I think. Um, remember that you're there to serve that school you're not there to serve your agenda 
So make sure that when you go in, that you are there and that you serve the, that, that teacher whoever you're working with, you serve the young people, that you look to, to be able to help that school wherever you can. And when you get given more, uh, when you, it's when you prove yourself in that, those small things and, and maybe some of the, 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 the smaller groups that they will begin to trust you more, they will begin to ask you to do more, but you need to prove yourself first before mm. anything. And actually, it's not on the school to be doing the legwork and to be doing the chasing. It's on you to be doing that. The yeah. schools haven't got the time. Amazing. Jamie, thank you for joining us again. Really helpful episode. So much good stuff in there for us to, to take away. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching on YouTube if you've been doing that. If, if you've been listening on iTunes, we'd love it. If you could take a moment just to, to share, to write a review, to rate the podcast, to help us get it out to more youth leaders out there who would benefit from some of this content. And don't forget to subscribe uh, if you're not subscribed already. We'll look forward to chatting to you again soon on the Limitless Leadership Podcast. Thanks so much for listening to the Limitless Leadership Podcast. We'd love it if you could stay in touch with us via our social channels, Snapchat, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter, all at Limitless Elim. Don't forget to share, rate, and review this episode to help more youth leaders connect with it. And we look forward to seeing you next time on the Limitless Leadership Podcast.